Hey, what's up, Awkward Amigos? Come join Pardon My Awkwardness, the most entertaining wrestling podcast today at patreon.com forward slash be the awkward. You can watch and enjoy tons of bonus and Patreon-exclusive videos such as Pardon My Awkwardness, The Prediction Fallout, our pay-per-view and takeover recaps, gameplay from our favorite games, gain access to our Awkward 8s, join our monthly Q&As, and much, much more. Go support Pardon My Awkwardness today at patreon.com forward slash be the awkward. What's up and welcome, fellow Awkward Amigos. I'm Vegas. Dede will not be joining us today, but he should be back very, very soon. He'll get that good old John Cena edge return pop, that Royal Rumble type pop. In the meantime, like I said, I am the ambassador to Awkward. I am the Warden of Weird. I am Vegas. I appreciate you hanging out with me. We got a big show ahead of us. It's the first first ever prediction show. First ever prediction show on Pardon My Awkwardness, and it's for Clash of Champions. I'm excited. We got a lot of, a lot of matches to go over, a lot of predictions to provide. I appreciate you hanging out with me. As always, pardon my awkwardness. This is Pardon My Awkwardness, the most entertaining wrestling podcast that you should be listening to right now. Like I said before, I'm the ambassador to Awkward. I am the warden to Weird. I am Vegas. Dede, unfortunately, is not with us currently, but he will be back very, very soon. We got Clash of Champions coming up. Sunday, September 27th, coming live from the WWE Thunderdome inside Orlando's Amway Center at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Of course, with that pre-show starting at 6 p.m. Eastern Time. It's the one pay-per-view a year where all champions are required to defend that title. Let's not waste any time. You guys are here for the prediction show. I'm here to do the prediction show. So let's get into some predictions. Let's start off heavy. Let's start off with the main event. Might as well. I call it the main event because I think it's the highest profile match on the card that we might actually get a full match from. So Drew McIntyre versus Randy Orton for the WWE Championship match. It's an ambulance match. That is the stipulation. I have Drew McIntyre for this one. If this match stays the way that it is as a singles match, I, I believe Drew can possibly walk out victorious. Now, a little bit of me says, says Randy Orton, but I'm going with Drew McIntyre on this one. One name that we haven't really heard recently pop into that is Keith Lee. This match could potentially get turned into a triple threat match. I would be okay with it. But if it doesn't, I got to keep in mind, will Keith Lee be getting involved at some point? If he does, I still see Drew winning. If he doesn't, I still see Drew winning. But just to build toward a bigger feud with Keith Lee for that title. And, of course, present the opportunity for Randy Orton to move on to to a different feud, to another feud. I personally think they're just holding Randy Orton over until until Edge potentially comes back. You keep him in the title picture. You keep that spotlight on him. Um, you keep him. Randy will never not be relevant, but you keep him relevant on television until Edge comes back in, in I think, December. He was out six to eight months with that torn tricep. So, yeah, I think, I think December. But ultimately, I think Drew McIntyre wins. Roman Reigns versus Jey Uso for the Universal Championship. This one pretty much pretty much breaks itself down. Roman's going to win this title. Roman's going to retain this title, excuse me. And, and Roman's not giving up that easy. I think this match is going to be brutal as hell. I think it's going to be violent, and I think it's ultimately going to be necessary to push Roman Reigns as a definitive heel. He's a, he's a Lesnar guy now. Or excuse me, he's a, he's a Heyman guy now. Sorry, Jay, I know it's your cousin, but he's a Heyman guy now. 
And with Roman's brief promo on SmackDown of how this helps feed my family, talking about the title, and he's trying to take it from him. I don't think Roman's rolling over on this one. I think we get a little bit more of a savage Roman Reigns. With the entire time, you have Paul Heyman being ringside, giving those orders kind of with that smirk. Now, I'm I'm interested in two things of this match. Will it will it go down the road, and can we possibly get a another Brock Lesnar-Roman Reigns feud? Maybe. I'd be down with it, especially with this Roman Reigns. This is a Roman Reigns we've we've wanted to see for a while. So this kind of brutality going up against a Brock Lesnar, I think, would actually turn it into a pretty decent match. And on top of that, I'm I'm interested to see what stems from this. Will will they shake hands after the match? Will they hug it out as family? Will will Jay pledge his allegiance to Roman, the tribal chief? Or will Roman beat the holy crap out of the man, even for just putting up a good fight? How dare you step in the ring with Roman Reigns? Now, I'm thinking conspiracy theory here, and I'm, my brain's going everywhere with this, and I'm could, I could be way, way off. But I, I think this could potentially lead to a, a Roman Reigns versus The Rock. All right, now I'm, I'm fantasy booking here. I'm wishful thinking. But I think it could, it could lead to a Roman Reigns versus The Rock at WrestleMania. Now, The Rock has always hinted at wanting to go after his cousin, wanting to wrestle his cousin, put him back in line. But now that Roman is actually calling himself the tribal chief. I think it'd be interesting to see exactly what The Rock thinks of that. Could we even have Alexa Bliss show up to, I don't know, maybe insert The Fiend's presence? We've seen some changes, seen some character changes with her. We'll get into that a little bit later on, whether it be after the match, whether it be during the match. But either way, I think Roman Reigns will will emerge victorious. We have Jeff Hardy, AJ Styles versus Sami Zayn in an Intercontinental Championship ladder match with Jeff Hardy being the current champion. This was probably the toughest match on on the card for me to honestly try to predict just because it can it can literally go anywhere. Now my heart says AJ, my soul says Jeff Hardy, but my mind says Sami Zayn. I've never really been one to to shy away from picking AJ in big matches like this, but this might be the one that I say it goes with Sami Zayn. There's there's really he has the best case in there, best case for it. He never lost the title. He took a brief hiatus, but he never actually lost it. He never relinquished it. He had it stripped from him. So if if we put that into a little bit more of the storyline and we put that into a little bit more of what's going on in the ring because those things didn't happen he didn't lose it he never relinquished it and the last one did happen he did have it stripped from him I think he makes the best case for it of course Jeff could retain to further extend his title reign but I feel like a loss on Jeff maybe puts us on a fast track to a potential Willow character change I mean AJ can can come and get it no nobody's taking a pin in this match so it's not like anybody can really look weak Sammy's shown that he likes to to take a, a, a different approach at times, a more Ric Flair approach, likes to cut those corners. But he, he could definitely win it, and, and it gives him something to, to brag about. It gives him something to throw it in somebody's face rather than, than griping about something, which seems we've been, getting, we've been getting a lot of from him. That, and I love heel champions. Give, give everybody that's a heel a champion. I love Triple H when he was a heel. I love Stone Cold when he was a, the authority Stone Cold. Kevin Owens is a heel. Samojo is a heel are all better, in my opinion. Adam Cole is a heel. They're all better. So give give all the heels champions from NXT to NXT UK to SmackDown to Raw. Make all the heels champions. Now this does have a chance to be a a very exciting match. Match of the show possibly. 
with three guys of that talent, it, there's no reason why this can't take the cake for literally the best match on the show. But it will not be the best match unless Sami Zayn wins. And I think he will. So that moves us on to the next match, Bailey versus Nikki Cross for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Now I think this match ends in a no, no contest, or DQ, depending on how you look at it. Now whether Sasha Banks actually gets involved, and this is the one match that I think it can go either way with either Sasha Banks getting involved or potentially one Alexa Bliss debuting a new gimmick and getting involved. But I think something or someone breaks up this match. I think it'll protect Bailey. It won't make her look weak. She won't have to eat a pin. She won't get distracted too easy and make her drop a title off of a roll-up. And we all know Sasha Banks has enough aggression. Now, I don't know with her getting attacked last week if she's going to just show up on, on Clash of Champions. If there's been enough time. I didn't think there was enough time for her to even be back in WWE. But I can see Sasha attacking her to to further her chance of getting a shot down the road and her being the one to take that belt away from Bailey rather than someone else. Or Alexa Bliss can actually come in and debut that new persona and take out Nikki Cross. Now, it doesn't make Nikki look weak by any means by eating a pin from Bailey and losing to the champ. If anything, it furthers the Alexa-Nikki storyline. It gives depth to Alexa's character, and it solidifies a new entity by attacking someone who's already in a title picture. Not only is it someone that's in a title picture, it's someone that she already has a history with. Now, both of these young ladies with with Bailey and, and also with Nikki, they've both been concerned about their best friends just in very, very opposite manners. Bailey's trying to get rid of hers. Nikki just wants hers back. But they were able to put those two distractions, per se, to the side for this match. But I don't know if those two distractions have put them to the side. So one of those, one of those two young ladies are going to get involved in this match. But... I think it ends in a DQ. Now, one match that I'm sure will not end in a DQ is Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler versus the Riot Squad for the Women's Tag Team Championship. Now, let me start off by saying Shayna and Nia 100% retain. Enough said. There's, there's, there's no reason why they should drop these titles. I can this, this is one of those matches that I say with the utmost confidence. It's going to take a major team to come down and, and actually dethrone them. And with the Women's Tag Division... And with the entire WWE tag division being as slim as it is, especially with with Shayna, excuse me, with Sasha and Bailey not being a tag team anymore, it's it just makes it very tough for me to really think that someone, no offense to the Riot Squad, but the Riot Squad are going to be able to dethrone Shayna and Nia. Now, now they could implode internally. I don't think that happens at at Clash of Champions Gold Rush. I think that maybe happens down the road. Now. If we're talking down the road, maybe Ronda Rousey comes back to get after Nia Jax and, and forces Shayna to, to make a decision to turn on her, to turn on her tag team partner and join the four horsewomen of UFC. We already have Maria Shafir and Jessamyn Duke. Why not start to build towards that? Now you can really build towards Becky coming back, Charlotte coming back. Now you can build towards the four horsewomen. You got Sasha and Bailey that can extend out this feud until let's be real here they're gonna shake hands in the long run we've seen it many a times with sammy and kevin we've seen it many a times with sasha and bailey so why wouldn't they do anything different this time either way shana and naya will retain their titles sorry riot squad Liv morgan ruby riot your time will come but right now i believe that it is shana and naya and they're starting to recognize the chemistry that they have and we're starting to recognize the chemistry that they have and me personally, I enjoy the chemistry that they have. 
So on to the next match. Since we're talking about tag team wrestling, we have the Street Profits, who are the current Raw Tag Team Champions, versus Andrade and Angel Garza. Now, similar to that triple threat match, I'm honestly not sure exactly which direction to go. My heart says Street Profits, but my head says Garza and Andrade. And I think, once again, going back to we talked about the women's tag division and kind of lumped them together, the WWE tag division is, is not very strong. It's very slim. Now, whether it's because of injuries or, or contracts or whatever it may be, personal indifferences, there's only so much story that the WWE can consistently tell with these same teams over and over and over again. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like we've seen this match many times. We're going back to the poisoning of Montez Ford, which sounds like a murder she wrote type book. This is just something that I feel like has been rehashed, redone, reused, recycled. Now, is the outcome going to be different now that Andrade and Garza don't have Zelina Vega? Maybe they're better off without Vega. Maybe that's the storyline they're going through. And if that is the storyline that they're going through, that feeds right into who I believe will win, which is Andrade and Garza. I think because we've seen this match multiple times before and because this is a match that I guess the Street Profits would be expected to win, I think this one might be a little bit different. I think Andrade and Garza win this match. They come out victorious. We get new Raw Tag Team Champions. Now the next match we actually have is Bobby Lashley versus Apollo Crews for United States Championship. Bobby Lashley, of course, is the is the champ right now. And then this could actually be the match that I think Retribution gets involved with. They have a beef with the Hurt Business. They want to get, for lack of a better term, Retribution on them. So whereas this match could potentially end in DQ if they do get involved. But I think I think Bobby loses. I think Bobby eats the pin. I think Cedric goes to get involved, tries to run interference. Ricochet comes out to even that playing field. And Retribution can come down. Retribution can try to distract, do as they do so well. Hopefully they don't just hop in the ring and beat the crap out of everybody and leave and, and cause a specific DQ. But if they cause a little chaos on the outside, Apollo can take advantage of that chaos. Bobby can get distracted by that chaos. And that chaos can be intentional because of what the CEO of the Hurt Business decided to say to Tide Pod or Mace Windu or Back in Black, whatever their names are. They, actually, hold on real quick. Let me Before I continue with this, I want to just go ahead and, and make, this, make this statement. And I'll, I'll say it loud for the people in the back. This retribution storyline with them getting contracts is probably one of the dumbest storylines I've ever been asked to follow. It doesn't make sense. Why would the people that feel like they're looked over, feel like they're glossed over, feel like the machine, very anti-establishment, not only be willing to take that contract after hating on everybody that received a contract and being who they are for not getting contracts they now have a contract and secondly why would wwe even present contracts to people that are just going to run roughhouse on everything doesn't make sense i don't get it but either way i think if apollo takes advantage of the chaos and bobby gets distracted by the chaos he can get a quick roll up one two three apollo can win now if there is any finish to this match or if bobby's to actually lose it's a hundred percent because of retribution and also because I had a lot of people retaining on this show. And and other than the Andrade and, and Street Profits match, I needed someone else to drop the title. And, and 
this is the one that made the most sense to me, even from a mediocre storyline. Now next we have Shinzaro versus Lucha House Party. Shinsuke Nakamura and Cesaro are the champions right now. Now this is this is kind of a no-brainer. LHP is is they have their internal strife. They have their internal struggle. Ever since Kalisto's come back, it's kind of a who is Grand Metal League willing to listen to between him and Lince Dorado. So there's there's no reason going back into what I was mentioning before with their tag division. It's too thin. There, there's there's literally no reason to put this this title on LHP. Shinzaro retains. End of end of story. Now, last match to go over first match of the of the show. It's actually confirmed for the kickoff show. Asuka versus Zelina Vega for the Raw Women's Championship. Now, we talked a little bit about Andrade and, and Angel Garza and them being better without Zelina. Maybe Zelina is not better without them. Of course, with Zelina's split from Andrade and Angel, it kind of came out of nowhere, but let's be real. We all know she's a pretty... Let me not say pretty. She's a very good in-ring competitor who has a very bright future in the women's division going forward, if booked properly. However, with this match being practically built up out of nowhere with zero backstory, and then just putting it on the kickoff show leads me to believe that no one, I guess including the main show, is ready for Asuka. And Asuka is 100% going to retain. No, no questions asked. With that being said, I believe that is all the matches. Let me run through this again just so we're all on the same page. Drew McIntyre versus Randy Orton for the WWE Championship match in an ambulance match stipulation. Drew McIntyre wins. Now, like I said, once again, Keith Lee could possibly be getting involved. So we're going to keep a close eye on that one as well. You got Roman Reigns versus Jey Uso for the Universal Championship. Roman Reigns is going to beat the holy crap out of that man. Jeff Hardy, AJ Styles, and Sami Zayn in that Intercontinental Ladder. It's not an Intercontinental Ladder. It's an Intercontinental Ladder match. Well, it still makes it sound like the ladder is Intercontinental. It's an Intercontinental Championship Ladder match. Boom, that one sounds so much better. I have Sami Zayn. I was, gonna about, to, I was about to say retaining, but technically he never lost a title in the first place, so he could be retaining. Sami Zayn wins either way. Bailey versus Nikki Cross for the SmackDown Women's Championship. That that match ends in a DQ, in my opinion. It doesn't doesn't make it to the ring bell other than to break up the fight that is going to happen, either from Alexa Bliss or Sasha Banks. Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler versus the Riot Squad for the Women's Tag Team Championship. Nia Jax and, and Shayna retain. Andrade and Angel Garza versus the Street Profits. El Campeones. Andrade and Garza. Bobby Lashley versus Apollo Crews. Apollo wins off that roll-up and that retribution distraction. Shinzaro versus LHP for the SmackDown Tag Team Championship belts. Shinzaro retains. Like I said, there's just way too much friction going on. And lastly and firstly, the kickoff show, Asuka versus Zelina Vega for the Raw Women's Championship. Oscar retains. With that being said, I'm pretty sure we covered all the matches. Clash of Champions is coming up. Be sure to tune in on the WWE Network. I know I'm going to be watching it. I don't think I'm going to be doing any kind of watch-along or I'm going to be doing any kind of streaming live reactions. Not right now. We're still we're still getting that footing. We're still going to... That'll come down the road. But I appreciate you hanging out with me. I appreciate you rocking with me. Once again, I am the... The ambassador to awkward, I am the warden to weird, I am 
that guy Vegas. You already know that, though. I know this is the first ever Pardon My Awkwardness prediction show, and I appreciate you hanging out with me. I appreciate you rocking with me today. Once Day Day comes back, we'll we'll turn it into a little bit more of a competition. We'll, we'll, we'll get it going a little bit. I can't be in competition. I mean, I can be in competition with myself, but I just want to see exactly, I guess, how well I can do. We'll keep track of that. In the meantime, that'll be our competition. We'll see how well I can do. We'll see if I'm actually a a true true wrestling fan and if I can predict these matches well or if I'm just really, really bad and I just like to watch the product. I mean, it could be a little bit of both. But either way, I appreciate you hanging out with me. I appreciate you rocking with your boy. Do me the favor. Go follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all of that, at Be The Awkward. Go ahead and become an official Awkward Amigo and, and check us out on Patreon.com forward slash Be The Awkward. Matter of fact, while I'm here, do me the favor. Go follow me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and I'm actually on Twitch too, at Awkward underscore Vegas. Check out some gameplay. I tend to get on some of that Warzone, some of that WWE 2K. But ultimately, just tune in on any place that you listen to your favorite podcast. Check us out. We should be doing a recap Clash of Champions show. Until next time, you already know me. I am the ambassador to Awkward. I am the warden to Weird. I am that guy, Vegas. I appreciate you hanging out. Be safe. Be awkward. Enjoy the rest of the night. Till next time. Hey, what's up, Awkward Amigos? Come join Pardon My Awkwardness, the most entertaining wrestling podcast today at patreon.com forward slash be the awkward. You can watch and enjoy tons of bonus and Patreon exclusive videos such as Pardon My Awkwardness, the prediction fallout, our pay-per-view and takeover recaps, gameplay from our favorite games, gain access to our Awkward 8s, join our monthly Q&As, and much, much more. Go support Pardon My Awkwardness today at patreon.com forward slash be the awkward.